Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Stephen Knight Show, so good to be back after our uh, end of summer, early fall hiatus. Uh, we are back to finish up season 9 through the end of the year, and then back with you season 10 in January. But we have a lot to to do in the next few months, so we'll focus on that right now. Tonight we welcome uh, Cassandra Nelson and Donnell Cross. You may remember them. their video went viral of them singing This World of Mine at Walmart. Since they've been on Good Morning America, they've been on Today's Show, they perform with Common at the Apollo, so they're here to tell us about how it all happened. Then we have part one of my interview with Corn Rankin. She's the president of the Legacy Republic Alliance and also the former state director for African Americans for Trump. She still supports Trump, and we have a little heated conversation on uh, the different policies. So part one tonight and part two next Monday. Then in Hot Tops, we're talking about everything uh, from the fatal shooting of the young lady, 28-year-old lady in uh, Fort, Worth, uh, Fort Worth, Texas, excuse me, as well as find out why Ava DuVernay and Netflix are being sued for their uh, the uh, When They See Us, you know, that took everyone by storm. Anyway, all that much more hot topics. I remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and of course our official website, thestephennightshow.com. You can tweet with us throughout the show. Our Twitter handle is Stephen Knight Show, S-H-O. But look, when we come back, hot topics right back after this. Chucky, 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 Chucky,
she waiting, she checking, she looking, and she not know what they are talking. I told her I trouble, she causing the way that she rocking and shaking her too much. Only not far too matter. For the homie, she from Kakatai. All the men are scattered. Now, all Benny, I want in a track line. When you tie your lap, and you wear your skin test. When you rocking your too much. Bang, I want my ring. Chamu, I want to. Belongs in your grass. I only see you underneath your light. 
can't survive without your kiss My life dripping from your lips I'm nowhere from the bite Like time slows down And every breath is getting longer I feel my heart sinking to the ground And every weakness is getting stronger As I'm falling, I can feel you lift me up underneath your wings And this every touch, how you take my love and bring it back to life You bring it back to life I feel your fire burn underneath my skin And this every touch, how you take my love and bring it back to life You bring it back to life And I'm single sound you make I can feel your words all in the air With your voice making my heart beat If your soul is all I see It's like the rest of the world is not there It feels like time slows down Every breath is getting longer I feel my heart sinking to the ground And every weakness is getting stronger And as I'm falling I can feel you lift me up underneath your wings And it's every touch how you take my love and bring it Back to life, you bring it back to life. I feel your fire burn underneath my skin, and it's every touch how you take my love and bring it back to life. You bring it back to life, and as I'm falling down, I feel you lift me up underneath your wings, and it's every touch how you take my love and bring it back to life. Back to life I feel your fire burn underneath my skin And it's every touch How you take my love and bring it back to life You bring it back to Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Again, we're back after our end of summer, uh, early fall hiatus. A few quick items before we get started. want to remind you, we are nominated for um, this year's ATL's Hottest Entertainment Awards. We have two nominations. The first one is for Hottest Online Radio Show. And the second one, I'm nominated for Hottest Online Hosts. So please go to ATL's.com, ATL'sHottest.com, excuse me. Or you can go to our website. There's a link on our on our website, StephenIShow.com, and vote for us. We definitely appreciate you. Um, and then this is also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. 
So uh, anyone who is a survivor or someone who is fighting the fight, our thoughts and prayers are with you, and we're rooting you on, and you got this. You got this. So, Miss Parker, welcome back. How are you feeling? Absolutely. That was a good shout-out to Breast Cancer Month. There are a lot of survivors, a lot of yes. people beating um, this horrible disease. So, yeah. definitely, you're in our thoughts and prayers, and we are rooting for you. Yes. Yes. But I'm yes. great. I'm great. I've been great. Enjoyed, I've enjoyed the break. I know you did. You rolled your eyes me yesterday when I said, we're back tomorrow. <laughs> did you do anything fun over the break? I know you traveled some. And what else did you do? Yeah, too many things to remember. But I went to Carousel. Mm-hmm. Um, which is in a small French island right right outside of Aruba. Um, but it's its own island. French French island. Uh, it was nice. We went for my girlfriend Deidre's birthday. Was there for about a week. Um, then it's just been a, a, a fall for some reason. Seemed just as busy as the summer. You right. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, things start slowing down, but um, hopefully the next couple of weeks I'll start enjoying some time at home. Because you know when the weather gets bad, I stay home. Right. Can't get you out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Happy birthday to. Lady birthday to Deidre while we were out. Yes. Lady birthday to Tammy, who we celebrated her birthday on on Sunday. Uh-huh. As a group. Yeah. Um. But yeah, everything's been well. How yeah. was your break? My break was great. I um I did some traveling too. I didn't go out the country like you, but I did do some traveling. Um, Miami. I believe the show was on break when I went to um Louisville, Kentucky. I can't remember. Um and. Just did a bunch of stuff here in Atlanta. Um, also did some work outside of my own job, you know, doing interviews for this show and, and everything. So it's been, it's been a good balance. But like you said, hopefully things will slow down a little bit with um, the fall, <clears throat> excuse me, being here. But yeah, definitely a good a good, uh, a good break. Uh, Chike, how was your break? Sir, my break was good. I mean, you know, I was still working. So. All right, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, business as usual for me. Uh, probably even more so because I had more time. Yeah, probably. exactly. That sums it up. Yeah, yeah. People kept saying, right, "Do you still have the show? Y'all still doing the show?" I said, "Yeah, we just don't break. We just don't break." <laughs> we're back October, uh, October fourteenth. We're back. Here we are. It, it, it's nice to know that people had a thirst for us being going. That, Most that was definitely. really good to feel. Yeah, yeah thank you, guys. Most definitely. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so the question of the day is, what pivotal moment changed your life? Ms. Parker? Um, when I ran into my life coach by by chance or by divine uh, timing, mm-hmm. um, about nine years ago at the gym, just working out, and this guy was just staring at me, and, and you know me, I, I'm quick to get an attitude. <laughs> um, I looked at him like, what? And he said, I like your energy. I'm thinking to myself, well, I've been rolling my eyes at you the whole time. <laughs> and he said, are you spiritual or are you religious? And I said, I, I would consider myself more spiritual. Long story short, um, he started talking to me about meditation. This gym that he goes to that believe that physical fitness is only 25% of your overall, overall health and that 50% of your health was consciousness. And at the time, I didn't even understand what the word consciousness means. Mm-hmm. Meant. But... Um, came to realize that it only means your awareness to yourself, how you relate to yourself and others. Um, Mm -hmm. And that plays a big part in who we are as people, how we react to things day to day. Um, Anyway, meeting him changed my life. I started my healing process during that period with a life coach, a spiritual coach, and then I've continued on with different ways. But I think meeting him was uh, the most important 
thing that's ever happened to me. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, Chicken, what about you? Mm, mine will probably probably be when I learned how to swim. Mm. Um, in dealing with uh, fear, because uh, I was always definitely afraid of water and um, drowning in death and just fear in general. That whole process of learning how to swim and overcoming my fear basically set me up for the rest of my life and overcoming fear and dealing with anxiety and just, you know, step into it, lean into it, and embrace it. Most definitely. Most definitely. And there's, there's always glory on the other side, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's true. what that taught me. So, you know, those, those, that same lesson from that also applies to every other thing, you know, in nice. my life. So nice. Nice. That was probably my, my awakening moment on that. Okay. Okay. I think for me, it was moving to Atlanta. Um, um, you know, I was from, I'm from Richmond, Virginia, which is a lot smaller, obviously, obviously, but also just being around so many successful um, Af- black people and meeting some amazing people, um, really pursuing music, you know, getting this show and just, you know, some of the relationships that I had, the lifelong relationships. And um, and I think that, you know, reloc- when you relocate, depending on where you go, it can uh, really help impact who you become, you know, as an adult. Because I was 25 when I moved here. And so um, I think that was that was the biggest thing for me. You know, there have been other things, but I think that was a big, a big uh, step for me. I got outside my comfort zone. So, but anyway, tweet us at home. What pivotal moment changed your life? You can uh, tweet us at Stephen Ice Show SHO. All right, so hot topic. So, um, sadly, there's another shooting. 28-year-old Atantiana Jefferson. So she was visiting her nephew in Fort Worth, Texas, um, and she was um, she was there. The, her, the neighbor that one of the neighbors that lived beside them called because they were concerned that. Um, that for the safety because the door had been the front door was open when they were in the morning so they called the police to do a welfare check police got there and essentially shot her through her um, own own window and killed her um, the police officer has since stepped down but they're still doing an investigation where he, he can uh, face criminal charges because that was not the protocol but it's at the point now people are just really getting frustrated because you're at your own home, and this happened. You know, we just had the, the, with the Amber lady. Uh, you're in your own home, and you get shot, or you're in your own where you're staying, and you get shot. What are your thoughts on all this, Miss Parker? You know what, um, Sunny on the View said something that was very interesting. So I just read that in an article that was posted over the weekend that black people are shot four times more than any other mm-hmm. uh, than white, pretty yep. much. Yep. Um, because I think a lot of the police officers that are hired are not trained well. And a lot of them, because if they are white, they already have an inherent fear of black people because of how we've been portrayed, because of how we have been treated in this country and who we, and, and what the news says about us. They have this inherent fear that once they feel, and I think what it is, is it's an instinct that has to change from a place of their mindset. And, and probably through the training too, because there are protocols as to saying, "Hey, put your hands up. Who are you? This police. Um, why are you in this home? Do you belong here? Right. All those things are mandatory before you start shooting. Mm-hmm. And somebody have to have a weapon. 
why would you just shoot someone the moment you see them through a window? Right. Right. Unless you're, unless you're just in a place of where you think all black people are dangerous. So being black then becomes weaponized. Mm-hmm. So just the fact that you are black already pose a threat to these police officers in your mind. So that has to change. I think, it, but it, it can only change through training and the way that they view us as criminals mm-hmm. um, within the police system. And I think it's a systematic thing. I think they would have to just redo all the training and who they hire. I mean, they may have how the person grew up. They grew up in a racist family. You know, right. <laughs> they grew up in a family that, that they may have to do more in-depth training and understanding of who these people are that they're hiring because people are who the, the environment they grew up in. So if a person grew up in a racist environment and all of a sudden they're, polu- they're policing black people, they're going to have that inherent fear of just us being dangerous and blackness to be weaponized. So it's just it's just that altogether. It really is. It really is. Chica? Um, I wholeheartedly agree with Ms. Parker. Um, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's getting to the point where... Um, you just never know. You know, the traffic stop could be the end of it. Now you're sitting in your home. Um, you yourself may need to call the police, but then there's a fear that just dealing with them, even on the level when you're the one that sought them out, you could lose your life. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they wonder why we don't like to call the cops or we yeah. don't like to get the cops involved. Mm-hmm. It's very true. You know, I was watching uh, CBS this morning just a few months ago. And there was a, um, she, um, she was one of the head officers, and I can't remember where it was, and she was black, and she said that she knew for a fact there were people on the force that were racist. Knew for a fact. And so um, I saw a video, you know, about a month ago, a gentleman was at his own home, and someone called the police, and so he came comes to the door in his underwear, <laughs> and, you know, because his alarm was going off. And they arrested him, and you know he was like, "This is Miles. What are y'all talking about?" You know, it's just, it just makes you more concerned. Like, are we really safe in our own homes? This is where you're supposed to be safe, and you know, from everything out there in the world. And you have police shooting us dead. It's, it's just, it's very sad. But I At thought, this point, if, you avoid, if you can avoid the black person ever having to call the police, please do so. Yeah, yeah. Our thoughts and prayers are with her family, though. Definitely, our thoughts and prayers are with her family. Um. So, you know how they have breathalyzers, obviously, for alcohol. They're saying that it could, as soon as uh, late next year, 2020, they could have breathalyzers for uh, marijuana. You know, it's legal in a lot of states now, but they said that the, the first three hours is when it's most potent in your system, potent in your system. And so it would be able to test for, just make sure that you haven't smoked within the three hours. Um, well, the co-founders it's called hound labs he uh said the test from his company product will be able to determine you know someone has used marijuana within the critical three-hour window when the strong effects of the drug can be felt and driving is most impaired however um they said it could be a little bit more uh challenging do you think that's a good idea do you think it's a good idea miss parker I mean, if something is, uh, obviously, I don't want anybody being on the road impaired in any way, um, because what it does is it, it causes innocent people. So mm-hmm. um, I think if it's going to help save lives, then I'm all for it. Yeah. yeah. Chica? I concur. I, I think it's an awesome idea. I mean, 
I don't know why people would be upset about this. I mean, people have been rallying for the legalization of marijuana. Right. They had to know that this part of it was coming. Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, you're going to treat it like alcohol, then so be it. No, I agree. I think I think that, um, and this does help with the legalization. You know, if when they start having these things in place, hopefully more states will will legalize it, and then it can be regulated. You know what I mean? So people aren't being right. exactly. harmed. So I think it's a good idea as well. All right, so it's only been a few months um, since Ava DuVernay's Netflix masterpiece, When They See Us, um, which, of course, has uh, received multiple Emmy nominations, as well as Jarrell Jerome. Uh, he actually won, rightfully so, for the limited series. Well, now they're being sued. Uh, Ava DuVernay and Netflix is being sued, and it's all because of the controversial police interrogation scene. Um, apparently, that was used widely back in 1940s to get people to confess to crimes um, but the uh, the re-technique that's what's called the re-technique is most likely used for interrogation um, for people to confess but the um, the police department where you know in New York they're, they're the ones behind the lawsuit and they're saying that that's not how it happened and um Anyway, so now they're suing. Do you think they have a case? Do you think that they'll they'll win against Ava and uh, Netflix, Miss Parker? I mean, I don't know if they have a case or not. I'm not, you know, obviously don't understand all the legal uh, attached to to uh, what the case is. Mm-hmm. But I know from a moral standpoint that um, they should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, they should be ashamed of themselves. They should need, they need to go high underneath the rock and never even try to even bring anything up. The fact they had the nerve to sue after all the de- corruption and yeah. Cover up. Mm-hmm. Um, from a moral standpoint, shame on Mm-hmm. Chica. Um. I think this is basically their, their feelings are hurt. They're going after a money grab. Right. They're trying to create a, you know, and the whole production team. Um, what will probably happen is that they'll probably get a allotment of money settled, or you know, Miss Vanessa feel spicy and take it all the way the way she's going to take it. But I don't really think that they really have boots to stand on. I mean, you did what you did. Right. And There's paperwork to prove it. <laughs> right, mean. right. And it's it's a movie. I mean it's a you know, it's a it's a it's entertainment. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's like I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they they could have a case. But uh we'll see what happens. We'll definitely see what happens. We're kinda of rushing to hot topics because we have a longer show today because we have uh three guests. But um, the last topic, real quick. So, if you all remember, back in March of um, 18, Fabulous was accused of domestic violence towards Emily B, his girlfriend. Um, it looks like those allegations have come back to haunt him. Now, um, as a reminder, he was alleged allegedly punched he punched her in the face to the point where he broke her tooth. And then there's a video circulating of him antagonizing Mel B and her father with some kind of object in his hands. Well, they seem to be doing a lot better because they're always posting pictures on Instagram, couple photos, and things like that. Well, apparently Fabulous was supposed to perform at Georgetown University for their homecoming, and the, stu- the students boycotted, and he and he lost that gig. Do you think he should be forgiven, or do you think the students are right, Ms. Parker? Um, I mean, I... I think, you know, just from, from each person's perspective, let me hear what Chica has to say on this. Okay. Chica. <laughs> um, 
I mean, it's been alleged for years that that gentleman was an abuser. And you know, alleged, I say alleged. Mm -hmm. If there's any truth to the matter, if that was whatever had happened, believe in karma and whatever you put out comes back. So I just basically feel like if his people that spend their money for his product or his art aren't really feeling him, then that's pretty much it. I mean, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, it's a, I think it's like a double-edged sword kind of because if you, from your point, what you say, I definitely agree. But also the fact that she's staying with them and posting these lovey-dovey pictures online, if she can forgive them, you know what I mean? But, but, yeah. but, but okay, okay. So let's speak to that. Mm -hmm. There's a specific type of woman that does stuff like that. Right. I that agree. doesn't mean that other people have to stand around and support it. I agree. Because yeah. if you stand around and support it, that's enabling it. I agree. So, Make she realize if this is what's happening and she's staying with him and the cause and effect, maybe it might propel her to leave. Be because the, the dynamic, allegedly, the dynamic is bad things happen and then money gets thrown at situations. Yeah. Gifts, trips, new houses and stuff. That's the stuff that happens. So maybe, just like with R. Kelly, if there isn't any money for the enabling part of it, then maybe it'll stop. That's true. Like you said, at the end of the day, the public has the last say. They're the ones spending the money. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. All right. I want to remind you from Believe that we're all over social media Facebook, Twitter, Google, Instagram, and of course, our official website, thestevenightshow.com. You can also follow us on uh, or listen to us on Apple Podcasts, um, uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Um, but it's good to be back. Ms. Parker, thank you again for Hot Topics. Have a great week. And Chica, I'll see you in movie reviews. Yes, sir. All right. When we, later. when we come back, our first part one of our interview with uh, Corn Rankin, right back after this. Why you keep, why you keep loving me wrong? I'm tired, I'm tired, and I'm moving on. You feel me, you feel me, no, I'm like a bum. Stop loving me, loving me, loving me wrong. Why you keep, why you keep loving me wrong? I'm tired, I'm tired, and I'm moving on. I was with you, but living a lie. I was giving you, giving you life. You were loving me wrong for a while. You were cheating, but standing in denial. You're loving me wrong, you're loving me fake. Stop filling my head and filling my tank. Ain't I was so dumb to stay in the Cause I was so lost and stuck in your maze Stuck in the sex, was stuck in the love I let you dishonor my name and my love I let you dishonor my pride like a fool Denying myself just so I could choose you I was with you but living a lie I was giving you, giving you life Loving me, loving me, loving me wrong. You're loving me, loving me, loving me.
loving me wrong You're leading me, leading me, leading me on You gotta stop, gotta stop loving me Stop loving me, loving me, loving me wrong You were faking foul and wasted out I can, I will, I won't allow you to change my soul Or change my sound So carry the bed that you slept around You crept around when there's no doubt STDs distributed out You sold me a novel then wrote me out I cannot, I will not, I won't allow you keep Loving me wrong, I'm tired, I'm tired, so I'm moving on. You feel me, you feel me, no, I'm like a bomb. Stop loving me, loving me, loving me wrong. Why you keep, why you keep loving me fake? I've been wrote you off, you're fucking replaced. And this is the end of the song for the fakes. Stop loving the ones who will love me. I was with you, but living in life. I want you more every day. I'm never but now the ways to please you, baby. Hey, I'll never leave you alone. Hey, there. I'll never let you go
Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Uh, our guest tonight is former candidate for the California Republican Party Vice Chair, delegate and president of Legacy Republican Alliance. She's also an outspoken Trump supporter, but please help me welcome Corin Rankin. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Thanks thank, for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Before we get into everything that's going on that we're seeing on CNN and Fox and everything else, tell us a little bit about, about yeah. your your work um, in the Le- Legacy uh, Republican Alliance and exactly what is that? So it's what it is is it's a PAC. It's a, a it's a PAC. It's, it's, it's commonly referred to as PAC, and what it stands for is Political Action Committee. Okay. Um. And so I'm the president, I was elected president of this political action committee. And what our mission is, is to recruit more black Republicans to run for office. Okay. Albeit, you know, a school board, a city council, you know, uh, uh, to uh, run to be an assembly or a senator, you know, making laws in Sacramento or for Congress, whatever the case may be. Okay. Okay. So as a uh, a black woman... um, and a, mm-hmm. and a Republican, do you get a lot of pushback or do you get a lot of, you know, people asking you why? I mean, what, what what is your experience, especially in the climate that we're living in today? Um, well, so I was, I haven't always been a Republican. I, um, I was sort of raised to be a Democrat. My parents were Democrats. Okay. And I was a Democrat because I thought that's what I should be. Right. Yeah. You know, most of us are, are like that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, as I got older, and I have to, I'm a single mom. I have three daughters. Okay. So I was, you know, raising my daughters in school. And I noticed things like, you know, the decline of their schools, the decline of education, the, the lack of um, accountability from the school board. Um, I looked around, you know, I saw our city council. They say that, you know, they stand for minorities, but the minority schools were the worst schools. Um, they say they support small businesses, but yet, you know, they, the, the, the lawmakers, they come to you know, the neighborhood and say, we support small business, but then they go to, you know, to Sacramento and they vote against small business. Mm. So I just started seeing a lot of this hypocrisy within the Democrat Party. And after a while, I said, you know, I, I can't support this anymore. These, this is... 
they, they say one thing and they do another. So okay. that was back in 2009. I actually voted for Barack Obama the first time. I was just as I was excited yeah. uh, about having the first black president. I voted for him. I, I, I told everyone I know to vote for him. Um, and so, uh, you know, it, it was soon after that that I started seeing these things. And uh, I learned over time that it was actually the, the policies of the Democrat Party which, you know, which instructed the elected officials to institute these sort of policies that are harmful to the same people they say they stand for, mm-hmm. they stand with. Yeah. Uh, so I became a Republican and I just kind of um, dove in. I said, uh, you know, I, I got the activist, you know, spirit in me. So I uh, ran for city council in the city that I lived in, Redwood City, California, back in 2013. Um, I did pretty well, uh, but unfortunately I wasn't a Democrat, so uh, I had a lot of opposition. I can imagine, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I came in, I came in just, just shy, and you know, they kept telling me, if you were a Democrat, you'd win, we could get you to win. And I was like, I just, you know, I, I could not, I could just no longer stand for those policies because I saw what those policies were doing in, 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 in my community, in the schools where my children was going to. So um, after that, then I've always, you know, I stayed active. I've uh, uh, volunteered with my local county party. I was the vice chair of my local county party. Uh, I worked on many campaigns. I worked on some gubernatorial campaigns for some California Republican governor, gubernatorial mm-hmm. candidates, and mm-hmm. local city council candidates, sheriffs, this, you know, things like that. I've always been uh, really involved and, and really committed to, um, you know, this mission. And so earlier this year, I ran for uh, vice chair of the California Republican Party, which is our, our statewide party, the big party. Uh-huh. And uh, unfortunately, again, I came in just uh, shy a few votes. And so I uh, was not elected in February. Um, I got together with a bunch of other black Republicans that I know in the party at the convention. And we started talking about the lack of representation for black people in mm-hmm. the Republican Party. Yeah. And even though we all know each other and we're all friends, we're all off sort of doing our own thing, you know, in our in our neighborhoods, in our communities. And we get together a couple times a year, talk on the phone a few times. And so we've decided that we should really form, you know, just an alliance that we're going to, you know, help each other out. We're going to, you know, have each other's back. And, you know, that's just on the surface. But the grand scheme of things is to, you know, get more black people involved in the Republican Party and get them to run for office in their local communities. So we um, we worked on it all summer. We sort of laid all the groundwork and we launched on September 5th on September 4th. Okay. Okay. Well, congratulations. You know, I think it is, obviously, representation is very important. We all know that. And I think that's what, um, let me ask you this, though. When okay. you when you decided that you uh, didn't agree with the policies of the Democratic Party, what made you go Republican as opposed to independent? What attracts you to the Republican Party? 
what what attracted me to the Republican Party were the policies. So I'm 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 a I'm an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. a small business owner. I was raised by an entrepreneur, a small business owner. My father had a business of his own. Okay. Um, you know, uh, my father. Uh, you know, we always had a gun in the house, so he mm-hmm. owned a weapon. You know, he was a legal gun owner, so I was always taught to you know that you know we should own guns and own them responsibly and legally. Mm-hmm. Um, so things like that, and just along with, um, you know, more of the policies with, with in the Republican Party. Just you know, they stand for equal opportunity. Um, it's more of a, a, a limitless sort of uh, approach to things. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of saying, well, you know you can, you know, work here at Starbucks and make, you know, $15 an hour and do that for, you know, 10 years, you know, it's more of a go out and and be your best self. Like you're your best representative. You're your best friend. You're your, 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 your greatest and your, your hardest worker. And it, it really just, you know, the Republican party really just embodies and embraces entrepreneurship just to own your own. And um, in addition to that, you know, limited government. So that, that was a big thing for me. Okay. Uh, most people, most of us Americans, we don't like big government and we don't really want the government telling us what to do all the time. Uh, I live in California. Right. And for mm-hmm. the last five years, uh, the lawmakers in California passed uh, between 350 to 450 laws every year. Yeah. yeah. So that's scary to me because the average person, I mean, I'm I'm an activist. I, I make it my business to pay attention and I can't keep up with 400 and some odd laws a year. So I don't even, I don't know what these laws are. I don't know if I'm breaking them. I don't, I have no idea. So um, small government, that's that's a big deal for me. Um, Second Amendment right, uh, low taxes. That that's another thing that is just huge for me. Uh, low taxes means low taxes. So even if you if you work for a company, you 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 know that your um, you can see in your paycheck, you know what's being deducted. Right. So if you ask people based on that, you know I had my daughters are all over they're all over eighteen now, but my seventeen year old just recently when she was seventeen she had a job. And um, she had uh, she she we I helped her file her first tax return. Oh, and okay. So while we were doing, as we were doing it, and because um, she's an independent, she says she's not going to decide party. She needs to, you know. And I support that. She right. Learn yeah. for herself and pick yeah. what's right. Pick what's right for her. That's fair. Yeah. So we we filed her taxes, and so her federal taxes. Uh, she didn't know she got a refund of a couple hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And her and and her state return, she owed forty three dollars. And so I said, I said, well, you're federal, you owe, you, you're getting money back, but the state looks like you have to pay. And then um, she's like, why is that? I go, well, one of them has a Democrat leadership, and the other one's a Republican leadership. <laughs> and I said, do you know which one's which? <laughs> <laughs> what was, that was, so what was her response? <laughs> she said. Uh, 
I, she's like, no, which one's which? And I said, well, the one that's giving you back $250, that's the Republican leadership. She's like, well, I guess I like Republicans then. Oh, In see. Case, <laughs> still not all the way sold. Right, right, right. Well, money, money <laughs> does talk. Case, <laughs> so in 2016, um, you served as a statewide uh, director for, uh, for African Americans for Trump. What made you? Because he's been a controversial ca- uh, candidate since he um, announced, and you came down the escalator talking about Mexicans being rapists and murderers and all that. What made you? What attracts mm-hmm. you to working for him and and, and drawing more African Americans to support him? Policy. Um, policies are are my number one driver um that has inspired me before uh president trump uh announced that day uh i supported him from from the beginning because i liked him i mean you know i'm i grew up listening to hip-hop i won't say my age but uh, (laughs) (laughs) but i mean all of the raps are all the rap songs used to have donald trump in them yeah. I want to be rich and I want to make this and just like, hey, Donald Trump, you know, Nelly and everybody right. else. And so I, 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 I thought, ooh, Donald Trump, that's great. Okay. But, but and, uh, I'm sorry. I mean, he, he was never, he, I mean, look, I can think back to the time. I used to think George Bush was a racist. Okay. You know, Kanye West came and said, George Bush hates black people. Right. And I watched all the thing, you know, all the same shows that uh-huh. Bush is a racist, Dick Cheney's a racist, and I was a Democrat then, so I believe I believed it one hundred percent. Right. So, you know, for us to have, you know, a new Republican nominee, and for the the detractors, the other side, uh, to come out and say he's a racist, it, it doesn't surprise me. It, I almost, ex- I would be surprised if they didn't. That's their go-to line. Uh, it works. It works really, really well. I mean, I'm, I'm almost impressed with how well they get that to work. But don't you see, based so, on, you know, he's been in office what, what, two and a half years now, and the things that he's done, the things he's done, like even from the beginning, you know, not releasing his tax returns, um, you know, saying he's under audit. Um, you know, I remember he was at a rally, and there was a, a black gentleman over in the corner. You see my African-American? Um, yeah. just even going to Puerto Rico and throwing uh, uh, paper towels at the at the you know the people who were suffering from the uh, hurricanes and whatnot. And so I now, think that was in Houston. Was that that was in Houston? No, that was in Puerto Rico. It was in Puerto Rico. It was oh, in Puerto was Rico. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so then, um, and so now we're here dealing with this whole uh, Ukrainian issue. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it just seems like it's one thing after the other, and and the highest turnover rate of any recent administration. It's like how I because I remember I was at a um, this is right after well this is maybe a year after he became president, and I was at uh, I was in New Jersey at a conference, and there was this um, this young lady she was from Texas, and she said that she voted for Trump, but she said now after this year she said that she regrets it. And I could respect someone who, you know, they wanted something different. Um, you know, the Clintons, they had been, you know, they've been in office forever. But <laughs> to, to, to see that, to see her witness his actions and say, you know what, maybe I made the wrong decision. So I just went from your perspective as someone who, you know, um, worked for him, rallied for him, and how after everything that's gone on, you still can support him to be president, uh, you know, be re- reelected in 2020. 
Well, and we, so, okay. So I can take these things one by one and we can unpack them. Okay. The, the, with the, I mean, with the paper towels, that's, I mean, you, I mean, that's, that's, that's neither here nor there. You can, you can choose to you right. know, yeah. say that's offensive or you can say, Hey, it was, it was a fun thing. And, you know, people were catching them and, you know, smile and made some people smile. Okay. I mean, you know, maybe it's part of his personality. Uh, in regards to the high turnover at the White House, that that's that's a typical thing for appointees. Not this high. Uh, people serve. <laughs> not not people this serve, high. And, well, so in, with a, in the Obama administration, uh, he he did have a lot of turnover, and pe- he was hiring new people every other year. So that that's 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 common. Uh, it's a very stressful job. I know people who have who have worked in the administration and have just finished working mm-hmm. and they still, you know, I've talked to her a couple weeks ago and she said the job's just really stressful. It's high demand. Uh, you go to, you move to DC for a year or two, you're away from your family, flying back and forth, right? Uh, working really hard. And, you know, for some people after a year or so that that's, that's their commitment. You know, that's the way they serve their country is, doing doing working getting appointed and doing a job in the white house and then right. they come back home to you know their family mm-hmm. and so that that's a big factor in the turnover weight rate in uh within the white house for appointees and, and that that's across the board uh as far as the ukraine thing the ukraine situation i don't see a problem with it honestly uh the president of the United States is allowed to ask other foreign governments and other foreign leaders for help investigating the corruption. And, you know, you know, when it, for, for something like that, I know the president is within his right. And I've heard the trans, I've heard the call, mm-hmm. I've read the transcript and I did not see anything where there was a prid quid pro quo he never said if you do this then i will do that but he that asked he happened. asked him to do something this is let me, let me read what it says here the white house official who listened okay. to president trump's july phone call with ukraine's leader described it as crazy frightening and completely lacking in substance related to national security mm-hmm. it says it's according to the memo written by the whistleblower at the center of the ukraine scandal a cia officer who spoke to the white house official so someone so, who, who's so, uh, official in the white house and they hear this call because they even had other people who who had doc- he didn't hear it though but he didn't hear it well he heard from right well, He's yeah. a, he it's like you hear something and then you tell me and then i go and say hey this is what i know so the whistleblower has is all a whistleblower has to be somebody according to the law has to be somebody with direct knowledge this person is a hearsay. He does not, he or she, we have no idea who it is. Right, right. They do not have direct knowledge. So there's already a break right there from the beginning. This person was not on the call. They did not have direct knowledge. Exactly. And it, and it turns out that everything they said happened. So when they started this impeachment, quote unquote, inquiry, mm-hmm. you know, which is not a real thing, it's either impeachment hearings. Or it's an impeachment. There's no such thing as impeachment inquiry. Well, they have they, they just have, literally made this up. They have to get their their ducks in a in a row before they can do a formal impeachment or you know proceedings in order to make it successful. But you know, Trump. Right. They said Trump recently said that he will not cooperate with a impeachment probe. You know, what I mean, if if he if he's 
innocent of everything. It's an inquiry. It's an inquiry, and he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. But but, but when you think the president of the United States, if you know you've done nothing wrong, you would want. The, That's why he released it. So do. You, uh, but he so didn't release the full thing. That in order for the. Yeah, and understand that in order for them to release the call, he has to also get permission from the Ukraine officials also. So that's a, that's not a small thing. It's not like he just handed over, you know, his, uh, you know, tape, tape, cassette tape and said, here, take a listen. No, it's a big, it's a big proceeding. You have to go through Ukraine officials too and get permission from that country okay. and that bureaucracy to release it. So just him releasing it alone in the amount of time as quickly as he did is a huge that's a big deal. Do you think that he's a that he thinks he's above the law? I don't think so. He's a he's a real estate developer. Right. He's got real estate developers that's they're inundated with laws and and, and regulations. Well, and he doesn't features. follow them. He doesn't well, they... follow them. He doesn't follow. <laughs> Do you, you know that um his uh the hotels he has in Mar-a-Lago, the prices have doubled, um, so he's making money off when he when he goes down there. And the Secret Service goes there; they all stay in his uh, his hotels where the the rates have been doubled, and that money's going to his pockets. Don't you see? Some, there, there's so something when, wrong with that. When Barack Obama was elected president, he was still paying off his student loan. Now the guy's a billionaire. Are are you mad at that? No, I'm not because I'm he not. because because I'm he's me neither. I don't. I'm but 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 he was but he wasn't making he was not making money as the president of the United States. You know what I mean? He wasn't making outside well, of his. Well, what son. about Joe Biden and his son getting sitting on the? That's board been proven. His, you know, that's been proven that that's been debunked. Not, who proved, yeah. who proved it? They did a whole inquiry over it. They did an inquiry over it. Anyways, but here's... Who? Here's, here's, who? Who? Here, here, here's, my th- here's my thing, Corey. I, Tell me I, who. I, I was always raised where there's smoke, there's fire. And there's been a lot of smoke uh, with Trump in office. I mean, since day one. Uh, with like the, t- the Russia gate. Like the Russia, like Every, the everything, everything. Uh, you have people that came out false. You, you, and Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. What's he doing around? What's he? Why is he involved in foreign affairs when he's not even in the administration? I mean, that's all this. Personal, that's his personal attorney. I mean, but he's not privy to. He should be privy to things of this country that are classified. So do you? So do you? How much money do we give to Ukraine? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. So we not... give over a billion dollars to Ukraine. Okay. You know, I think it bothers me more that we're giving Ukraine a billion dollars and not keeping it here for our homeless people and I agree. our veterans. I agree. That bothers me more than any of the other stuff, any of this other madness. Right. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think we're having a conversation today? We we think that if um, if it does go to an impeachment you know, uh, trial, if they do, I believe that Trump would quit because I don't think he wants to be impeached. What do you think? I I, first of all, I think that it's not going to go to an impeachment at all because they just literally made up a whole first step that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they know that the general public hears the word impeachment and they they think that this is really something, but it's it's not. I promise you, it's it's there. It's called an impeachment hearing, and and they're not even go, they have to do a vote by Congress in order for it to go to a hearing. So they didn't even do that. So this is not a real thing. This is a uh, something that they are generating for talking points for the media. It's it's not an actionable item in our government. 
Well, that was part one of my interview with Corin Rankin. Uh, part two, we're going to air it uh, next week. So tune in for that. Find out the rest of what she has to say. <laughs> right back after this. It's your only option Show them how to go, girl Cause you do it flawless She be like He be like My headache be like Rep your town tonight And we on Show them how it's done When your back is in the corner Bet your dream is number one She be like He be like I be like Yeah, 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 yeah Let me start this anthem all proper from poverty, I still finish college Do it all, keep my face, stay shiny Cause your boy right here is a soldier Back to the music, telling you why I do it For my brother, his daughter, my dreams stick to it I lost a few on the way, miss them all the time But I keep the memories alive on the music Thought I wouldn't do it, I thought I couldn't do it Thought I wouldn't do it I couldn't do it, thought I wouldn't do it And I couldn't do it, watch me do it, do it, do it Show her how to move like it's your only option Show them how to go, girl, cause you do
you know when you love somebody, you gotta treat them kind. Yeah. And if you out there and you got that good one, never let her go. Let me tell you why. Mm. I took her love for granted. And she stole my heart, left me stranded. What I to the Stephen Knight show our guest tonight recently went viral when a video of them uh, singing the classic If This Were Mine by Luther Vandross and Cheryl Lynn uh, hit the internet and the rest is history please help me welcome Cassandra Nelson and Donnell Cross welcome to the show hey hello, hello. how you doing I mean listen I talked to Donnell a couple weeks ago because uh, we have a mutual friend in common and um so, Donna, you told me that you were in Walmart and mm-hmm. you were intoxicated, <laughs> you know, with a friend. Just a little. I don't want the world to think <laughs> right. that I was drunk. Right, you weren't drunk. drunk. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, the way you were singing, you could tell you weren't drunk. But, right. you, but, you, but you were a little intoxicated and you hear Cassandra in the vegetable aisle uh, <laughs> humming to herself and take, take, <laughs> take it from there. How, how, how did it happen? Yeah, it was the canned vegetable aisle. I, I, you know, a friend of mine, uh, Craig Reese, we were... Uh, you know, we both were going through a little funk, so we was at my house having a couple of drinks, and he's a chef, you know, he had his own catering, and still has his own catering business. Uh, he said, man, what you want to eat? I said, man, I want some, some, uh, what was it, uh, salmon, and he hooks it up real good. 
So we went to the Walmart, and I walked past, and this lady is sitting off to the side with her headphones on. What I call humming is when you're singing real low. You know what I'm saying? Where, where you don't think nobody can hear you. Right. And I right. Just, I caught a, a, a little earshot, and I was like, oh, God, this lady can get it. I said, hold on. I said, real quick, I'm going to go over and mess with her. He said, man, don't mess with that lady. I said, hold on. I went over there. He said, you're going to tape it, and then the rest is history yes. with, with that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, cause I, a whole year later. Right, because I heard this is not recent. This is not a recent video, right? No, it's a year and a half. It was March of 2018. Oh, my God. So, so Cassandra, you're in the you're at shopping, mind your business, humming quote in quotations, humming to yourself, and this man comes to you. What do you think to yourself? Well, at first I'm like, okay, why are he trying to push up on me? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, when he asked me if I could sing, I said, oh, he's trying to challenge me. He don't know what's coming for him. You don't know, <laughs> right, right, right. So. You get, how did you find out that this video resurfaces a year and a half later? How did you find out? I um, Everybody was like, you're going viral. And I'm like, what? I got a phone call, and I was like, going viral? Going viral doing what? What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. Same thing here. I'm, you know, I'm at my job, and you know, a friend of mine called me. He said, "Hey, Donnell, are you sitting down?" And I'm like, "No, dude. I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm at work. What do right. I, what I need to sit down for? Well, you need to sit down." I said, "Oh man, come on. I'm, I got, I'm busy. I ain't got no time for this." He said, "All right, you're going viral," and I was like, "What the hell did I do? Go to viral?" <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So, and so, he told me, he said, man, you and cause you sang with a lady in Walmart. I said, yeah, man. He said, when did you do that? I said, about, about a year and a half ago. He said, man, that video got millions of people wow. liking and commenting. And I was like, wow. Wow, wow. So after you, after you recorded the video a year and a half ago, did you all keep in touch or did you all recently reconnect after, because of I, all I, this? I spoke to Cassandra one time. Because I was at home, and I just wanted to let her know that, you know, it was beautiful. I thought it was, you know, great. Right. She had a beautiful voice and the whole nine yards. And, and we promised to keep in touch with each other, but you know how folks do. Okay. And, and <laughs> I didn't pick up the phone. She didn't pick up the phone. I'm sure she forgot about me because I didn't even think about it. So we just went on with our lives. And yeah. next thing I know, you know, bam. You know, it's... <laughs> He didn't. He didn't contact me. But he contacted me that like the day after or something mm-hmm. like that. It wasn't like he contacted me months after. Oh, okay. You know, so yeah. We, we, yeah. We both, you know, we both went about our of course. Lives and, yeah. 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 So I saw you all on uh, uh, Strahan, Sarah, and Kiki. I saw you on there, and you all performed uh-huh. on there, and um, you all just have great chemistry. I think just as artists and. Um, Cassandra, you, I believe you grew up singing in the church. Is that correct? Yeah. And then yes, uh, Don- my father, mm-hmm. uh, my father, um, uh, the great Reverend Norris Turner, um, the late Norris Turner, um, has six albums. And oh wow! I've been singing all the time. Okay. Um, and you know he's a preacher, and I mean, like I say, we've been singing all my life, but nothing on a grand scale. Um, yeah. In church, you know, I've did some background singing for a couple of gospel artists. Okay. Um, I was singing at my church at Brooklyn Baptist Church in Columbia, South Carolina, and I mean that's that's what I 
been doing. Right. And now like you say you sing on the streets. <laughs> yeah, I was, me and my cousins, man, we used to be up in, you know, coming from growing up in New York, we used to be in the train station and stuff and singing and, I mean, the acoustics in there are so beautiful. We used to get crowds around us. My father actually sang with the, uh, what they call the Jive Five out in, in New York. Okay. Uh, they were based out of Brooklyn and then he left and started singing with the Drifters. So, you wow. know, it's been... It's, we have a sing. My mama sang. My grandmama sang. My great grandmama sang. Everybody sang. Everybody's a singing family. Right. So, how has things changed for you both since um, all of this has happened? I know, obviously, I mean, you're on the national stage. You know, millions of people know who you are now, and you're on Good Morning America and other things. How else has it changed for you? Cassandra. Um, actually, um, it's it's just a lot of. Uh, DMing, a lot of people wanting to be friends. Yeah, yeah. Had to talk to and forever uh, popping back up. Oh, yeah. People, people, people you don't want to talk to. Them throwbacks. Right. And with me, it's the uh, marriage propo- uh, proposals, the song Cassandra. Um, I don't mean it to step on your toes and all this stuff. And I'm like, now nah, I thought I was the ugliest thing in, in town. That baby, they're making me feel wonderful now. <laughs> well, listen, I, I remember when I was talking to you, Donnell, I was saying how I have the video was sent to me at least five on five different occasions in a day. And I was just so busy that day, I didn't have time to watch it. And then I was ready for bed, and um, someone had sent it to me on Instagram and I watched it I said wow and I was sending it to people now it was just an authentic moment between two right. people, two strangers who are very yeah. talented and I think that's why the world has like embraced this moment because it's such a uh it, it doesn't happen every day you know what I mean usually things are staged and they're they're you know it's set up but this was an authentic moment and so yeah. it's amazing you think of all the stuff that's going on in the world today, right? Right. All the shootings in the yep. schools, and even with Walmart, you know, Walmart, you hear different things that's going on yeah, there yeah. In, in their stores, and it has no reflection on Walmart actually. Right. And to finally find some two people that just got together and just said, you know, you know what, let's do this. Yeah. And and bring some sunshine and some light to to, to what the world needs right now, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm glad it's she and I. I you know, I, I I love her to life because you know, if it wasn't for her, you know, well, it wasn't for that liquid curve, me walking <laughs> up. Your know, grandmother raised a gentleman. I would never walk up to anyone and be disrespectful, right? Yeah, yeah. Type of a way. So you know, when she responded, I just loved her for it. And you know, now we're like sister and brother at the, at this moment. That's you awesome. Know? That's awesome. Well, listen, I, I'm, I just wanted to have you on the show because that was just a, again, the fact, I mean, I was like, I kept seeing these two people in Walmart, I'm thinking, why I keep people come send me this video? But when I watched it, I see why they sent it to me. And, uh, and so, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I, I, I wish nothing but the best for both of you all, wherever this takes you. I think nothing happens by design. I mean, it's all divine favor and, and congratulations to both of you all, really. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank so, you. so if people are interested in contacting you about business or about um, doing music, whatever, what's the best way they can keep keep in touch with you or keep up with you going on if you're on social media? What's the best way, Cassandra? I'll start with you. Okay, um, on Instagram, my social media is ctnexy. That's C T N E X Y. 
Um, my um, Facebook is my name, Cassandra Turner Nelson. Um, and uh, if you want to email me, um, it is Cassandra at Sing 68 at gmail.com. All right, Donnell? Uh, mine's is I'm only Donnell on Instagram. Uh, I am O N L E Y, I mean L Y D O N N E L L Cross, C R O S S. I'm only Donnell Cross. Facebook, you can get me at uh, uh, Donnell Dino Cross. Uh, and uh, what else do I have? Email. Oh, my, my, my email is Dino30329 at yahoo.com. Cassandra Nelson and Donna Cross, thank you so much for sharing your gift for the world, for joining us tonight, and uh, the best to both of you. Thank, thank you, sir. Thank you so much. All right. Well, listen, we'll, All right. we'll be right back after this. John Dummy make the beat and I'm gonna kill it. Yeah. I wrote this song for you, girl. She got me on stuff. Her attitude making me woo on her. My niggas always asking what her own girls. Got a nigga sending text like when you gon' cut. Uh, she gon' treat a nigga like a option. She don't give a f by me popping. I'ma be the that we boxing. She don't sell no f like a option. But she gon' still like she with a cash at. Her Instagram bio is a cash at. I think I really like her cause I heard fat. Got a nigga like, what you wearing? It's a bad time. FaceTime a new when it's bad time. She got the iPhone and she got the trap line. She tell no when I exit the cat mine. But I still kid up till it's flatline. Shorty fine as a f, but she heartless. She can talk to them with the harshness. Bang it up like a truck, baby pocket. If the f ain't good, then she garbage. She don't need a new for a damn thing. Pull a new quick like a hamstring. So good it make a man sing. Song, that's a damn shame. She back up, no feelings.
Stephen A. Show, Adam, married man, tell us all about it. How was the wedding? Oh, it was great. It was down in Richmond, and uh, 
the weather was perfect. That's the, awesome. uh, the, everything went well, like no, no hiccups, no, no issues. Everything was where it needed to be. That's Everyone awesome. was where they needed to be. So yeah, it was, it was a great time. I uh, saw the pictures. Blast. Yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. The pictures yeah, were yeah, awesome, yeah. bro. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. We're, we're waiting for more to come in. So, um, yeah, it was a great time though. So, um, you know, it went, it, everyone says it goes by fast and it does. So, it does. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. I think you're just having fun. Uh, you know, I feel wiser, food tastes better, <laughs> I can see better color, you know. Uh, so, yeah, just a little. <laughs> well, that's good. that's good. Congratulations again. Congratulations again. Yeah, thanks so much. All right. Well, I'll let you. Well, what else did you do over the break? We were off for a while. What else did you do? I, I was the biggest thing was getting uh, married. <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you what, we were we were we didn't have a wedding planner, so it was just us getting oh, everything wow. set up and we had help from family, but yeah, I mean the last month before the wedding was yeah. basically planning, planning, making sure everything's where it needs to be, making sure uh everything's ordered. So really I mean we've I've you know, besides that we were just kind of enjoying this right. very hot summer. So um, awesome. weather was like I said, weather's great. Um you know, it was nineties all the way through September, it felt like, even early October. So, uh, yeah, just kind of enjoying that as well. All right. Well, I'll let you and Chica take away movie reviews. All right. Uh, I'll kick us off. So I saw two movies this uh, over the break because it was kind of a, a lull and I wasn't going to go see Rambo Part 5 or whatever Rambo movie was coming out or anything like that. So, um I'll start with The Joker, which if anyone who's been following movies has probably heard nonstop about it, it uh, was premiered at the Toronto Film Festival, and it's got a standing ovation, and it stars uh, Joaquin Phoenix as a guy who has mental issues in Gotham City in about, I'd say, like the early 80s, and his kind of path of wanting to become more than who he is. Um, and it is called Joker, and it does take place, again, in the DC universe. So this is, uh, and uh, in a sense, an origin story of the Joker. And it's really gritty. It's really intense. I, I will say there are, there, you know, there's certain movies you watch or even TV shows, and you the, the characters are so unstable when you're watching, you don't know what's going to happen or how are they going to react to situations. And uh, Joaquin Phoenix did an amazing job in this movie, and it really puts you on edge and really entertained you throughout the whole way. I, I, I liked it a lot. Uh, I thought he did a great job. And, again, if you're looking for something different um, – or even if you're just looking for a good movie, not for the kids, obviously. It's a rated R movie. There is some, there's some violence in there. But it, it is, I thought it was great. And um, highly recommend if you're looking for a good movie. Now, I also saw Gemini Man, which is on the other side of the spectrum in the sense that this is one I would not recommend. And just to give you a little more background, this is a movie starring Will Smith. And he is kind of a, and it's a story you've seen before, but he's a retired hitman that has to be uh, hunted down by someone else in the organization. And it turns out to be the younger version of himself, a clone. And so it's 
pretty much as generic and predictable as an action movie you could get. He's got to travel across the world to find things or hunt them down, and there's action scenes and things like that. So I will say Will Smith does a fine job. I mean, it's not a movie that you need to rush out to see. I, I wouldn't call it an awful movie, but it is definitely no way a good movie. Um, and you can just definitely tell by this film that it's a lot of predictable stuff. You're not going to be surprised by anything. The action is fine too. Um, but to me, I, you know, it was kind of a, it was a big miss cause I just figured it would be something fun and, um, it, it let me down. So those were the two I saw and, um, yeah, GK, what are your thoughts? So we saw the same films, um, Okay, going back to Joker. If Joaquin's not nominated for an Oscar, there will be <laughs> there there will be a mistake in the universe. He yeah. is so phenomenal in this movie, and and this is coming from someone who had doubts. I had great doubts about this movie because I didn't understand. But after seeing it mm-hmm. and seeing, you know how they captured his origin in a different way than we've seen before, but yet it's still the same story. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Because they, they I, I guess the nuances of who Joker is are more laid out for you. And so therefore you understand him better. And it's just, I don't know, I just thought it was brilliant. Brilliantly done. Um, Gemini Man, I don't know about you, but I got the sense that this movie was dated. It's mm-hmm. like pre-Mission Impossible, the first one. It's like yeah. that. It's like that long ago. And, um, yeah, like you said, it's a story that we've been told before. And I actually, in, in thinking about this in my delivery, I'm not going to say that it was a bad movie because it's, it's entertaining. You can sit home on a rainy day and eat popcorn and on the television at home, though, not paying to go to the theater to see this movie. Um, it's not Will Smith's best work. It's not one of his best films. Uh, it's entertaining. Um, see it on the matinee. It's not that great. Um, yeah, and the only cool thing about it is, you know, the special effects and the fight scenes. The fight scenes were awesome. Um, but... Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Um no uh, going back, going to TV, um, there's been so many things happening in the world of television since we've last talked. Uh, a lot of shows are ending. Ballers is ending. Um, there's, there's a series for now uh, for this. It's the last season. Power, of course, is the last season. Uh, the Deuce on HBO, it's the last season. And um, is that it for the series for now? Yeah, that's it for the series for now. But are, were you a Breaking Bad fan? So I have not seen it yet. Not the show at all. I, that's on my list. So that was something we were talking about during uh, wedding planning. Is like all the shows we're going to watch once we get like time back. And gotcha. uh, my wife's seen Breaking Bad, but she's ready to rewatch it because it's one of her favorite series. So I do want to see El Camino. I assume you're talking about the Netflix movie. Yeah. So we have... Um... Better Call Saul, which is a spinoff of Breaking Bad, which tells uh, things from Saul's point of view. Uh, and he's going back in time. So he's starting from 
is beginning and we're catching up to the Breaking Bad Times and Better Call Saul. Uh, this new release on Netflix called El Camino, Jesse's point of view. And I'm glad that they're deciding to do different vehicles to tell these stories. And uh, I was asked uh, by a coworker about El Camino because they only wanted to know if uh, Heinrich was still alive. Um, this is from Jesse's point of view. And then from Jesse's point of view, he's dead. So uh, this is a Jesse movie. So if you're looking for, like, the whole Breaking Bad situation, you're not going to find it in this. But this is a nice facet to a big, beautiful story. I would say watch it and maybe you be the judge. But each project is, has been different. So Breaking Bad is different than Better Call Saul is different than El Camino. But if you're a fan of the story, check out El Camino. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Um, there's a good uh, documentary on Showtime called Murder in the Bayou, and it's about um, a series of women who have been murdered in Jennings, uh, Louisiana, and the uh, law enforcement covering it up and corruption within the town and as it relates to you know, drugs and prostitution. I found it, I, I happened to come across it. I didn't seek it out and I became enthralled. So definitely if you're into docu-films and, you know, kind of murder mysteries, check this out. It's called Murder in the Bayou and it's on Showtime. Um, that's pretty much it for me. Well, what about, uh, what you looking on for movies? Because, you know, I, I got a few. I, I, I think this, um, so there's a few that I look that I'm interested in, but some that I can hold off on. Right now, uh, the Jojo Rabbit, the one that's done by uh, Takai Watiti of Thor Ragnarok and What We Do in the Shadows fame, looks like an interesting, yeah. quirky movie. Um, the Lighthouse has been getting a lot of acclaim. I don't know how much I want to see it. It's, it's, it's a movie about these two lighthouse keepers on a, like a, a small island in New England yeah. in the 1890s, yeah. but it's Willem Dafoe and it's Robert Pattinson. And again, the trailers, it's all black and white and the trailers make it look very interesting. I really the do want to see it. The trailer is so know. intense. It's so intense. Yeah, exactly. Why is it so yeah. intense? <laughs> I, know. I have no idea what's going on, but yes, the, the way they do the music and the act, I mean, it, it looks very good. Uh, I hope to get out to that one. I don't know how, how, Big it'll be in the theaters, so I'm gonna have to find the local theater that will have it that yeah. should show it. And then The Irishman, the latest Martin Scorsese movie, which uh, will also be coming to Netflix. So I think I'll wait for that. But that also looks uh, really good. And again, it's it's kind of follows the theme of his um, his kind of mob movies, yeah. where this I'm, one I'm is. The... Uh... Oh, sorry. Who's who's starring in that? So this is uh, Robert De Niro. Um, Joe Pesci, Al Pacino. So it's like he's getting like the old crew back together, and so hopefully it turns out well. Um, but solid cast. So okay, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm it, looking I'm forward to it, that Harriet movie as well. Yeah, you it's know, I just saw the everything. trailer for that. Yeah, it's good. I hope they're not making it too actiony, and I know it's a historical drama. Uh, obviously based on true events, but yeah, just watching the trailer, it seemed like a lot of gunslinging and stuff like that, and 
hopefully they don't just to kind of make it more mainstream uh they they dilute the story so we'll, we'll I, i'm i'm curious about how that'll turn out yeah me too i like the actress that's playing her yeah She's pretty good oh yeah she does a great job that's pretty much it for me i don't really have anything that i'm looking forward to i think i'm going to go check out the adams family this weekend oh um i can't remember the name of the film but it's the shining sequel did you see the trailer to that yeah, Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep. That's uh, it. Yeah, I'm very yeah. interested in that because I'm I'm curious about the story of, of The Shining. So I want to see where this. Goes. Yeah, and it's based. I mean, I, it's Stephen King wrote another book, and they just never made it into a movie for whatever reason. And um, Ewan McGregor plays the lead, so I think it'll be a nice little twist um, and a good addition to that whole world. Oh, I'm looking forward. Did you all hear it was announced that uh, Zoe Kravitz um, was cast as Catwoman in an upcoming Bat- Batman film? I saw that. I did see uh, that on yeah. my phone. That'll be interesting. So, it, so initially it was annihilation. Oh, okay. I wonder what happened. Yeah. Wow. I wonder what happened. Hmm. I, I think wow. she would be an excellent Catwoman. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, I mean, did you think Halle Berry was going to be an excellent Catwoman? <laughs> Yeah. I, mean, I just knew that she was going to look good in the, the outfit. Story. Yeah, I knew she was look good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just depends on the story. As long as they don't mess it up uh, like they did last time, then I think, I mean, yeah, she'll do a great job, but I think um, I'm going to be cautious until I see what kind of story they're developing out of it. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, anything else? That's it for now. I'm glad to be, uh, I'm glad we're back on, though, and ready to start watching more films. Most definitely, most definitely. Well, thanks as always for letting us know what to spend our money on, what not to. Have a great week. We'll talk next Monday. All right. All right, thanks a lot. All right, right back after this. Baby, if you only knew things that I wanted to do to you when we first met, thinking like the boys do, then you got me with my nose wide open, tables turned, now I'm the one Overprotected See them looking when they pass What I'm gonna do with all that ass Your beauty is unmatched I can't help it, I got it bad I am just human And I'm possessive So you better tell them that you are taken There is no mistaking Don't you know that you're mine Let them know that you're mine And I know that don't try and holler, cause you're so damn fine But you're mine, but you're mine, but you're mine, but you're mine Don't you know that you're mine, let them know that you're mine And I know that these dudes gon' try and holler, cause you're so damn fine But you're mine, 
Stephen Knight show has been a minute, but we're back. Janera, you have a new website. You want to talk about this? I do. Um, it's called Jen Genuinely.com. And um, yeah, it's just it's just everything lifestyle. So I switched over uh, from the budget shopaholic. Um, there's still gonna be shopping pieces and fashion pieces and sales. Um, but it's also gonna be more um, you know, a couple more things like about just the things that I'm interested in, not just shopping. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, if you if you guys, you know, log on, you'll be able to see it. And um, I hope you guys like it. Most definitely. And there'll be a, um, a link on our website, too, thestevenessshow.com. But before you get into what you have for us, how was your break? What did you do? It was it was great. Um, That's awesome. I really honestly just rested. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything. Just, you know, uh Robbie's been in and out of town, so now he's he's back in town full time. Okay. So I'm checking up on a lot of sweets that I didn't get. Right. He's out of town. <laughs> well, that's good. Sound like you had a good one. Yeah, I did. I did. How about yours? Mine was good. Mine was good. I did some traveling. Um, I did some work. I did some interviews for the Stephen Knight Show. Um, I worked a lot, <laughs> but it was good. It was a good. Good little break. Okay. I can't complain. All right. That sounds good. And they got some good stuff for us. Let you go ahead and take it away. I do. So um, I, I want to apologize in advance for everything that I have. I'm going to throw so much stuff at you guys, so I'm going to go through it really, really quickly. Um, 
because today is Columbus Day, this is a big yeah. shopping day. Yep. So I, I think that there are also some things that I missed that I may actually have to go and update my site with. Uh, so you guys probably just need to log on just to see it, you know, just go visit the site just to see everything that I have. But I found quite a few things today. So I'll go ahead and get started. Um, Old Navy and the Old Navy Outlet is having a sale today. So if you shop there now, you can get 50% off of all activewear, uh, sweaters, shoes, and uh, jeans. Uh, Kate Spade is having a sale today. And if you shop there, you can get an extra 30% off of all of your sales styles. True Religion um, is giving an extra 40% off of all regular priced items. Well, I'm sorry, the True Religion Outlet. Express is giving up to 50% off of everything in the store. Plus, you can get an extra guarantee, 50% off of all sale items or clearance items. If you shop at Guess, you can get 40% off of like styles. Swarovski, um, that's the crystals. Um, you know, they have a, a, a lot of nice jewelry pieces. Uh, if you shop there now, you can buy one, get one for 50% off of all full price items. Michael Kors is giving everybody up to 50% off of select styles. BCBG Max Azria, which is one of my favorites, they're giving 30% uh, off of the entire store. That's sale prices included. Um, Alex, Alex and Annie, uh, they are a jewelry brand, and they are, I guess, a couple of years old, so they are becoming really, really popular, uh, you know, with the charms. Um, they're having a sale, and if you buy, you can get a free bracelet with any $75 purchase that you spend. And if you go to Alex and Annie, um, and uh, shop their jewelry. Their jewelry pieces are not very expensive, so you can get a couple things for $75. You're not just getting one piece, although they do have some more expensive pieces, but you're not just getting one piece, you're getting um, a piece that will last for a very, very long time. Um, and I found, um, you know, I found quite a few pieces on there myself. So if you're into to bangles and charm bracelets, um, that's a great place to go. So like I said, uh, you can get a free bracelet with um, every, with your purchase of $75 or more. Uh, Victoria's Secret is having a fall sale, and if you shop there, you can save on tons of styles. Aldo is having their mid-season sale, and you can get 50% off of select styles. Macy's is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get 50% off of select women's coats, up to 50% off of uh, select bedding, and up to 70% off of men's suits, of select men's suits. Uh, Banana Republic is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get 40% off of everything in the store that is sale prices included. Um, New York and Company, uh, if you shop there now, you can get 50% off of everything in the store. Soma Intimates is another great one um, that's usually extremely expensive. Uh, you can get shop there and get 50% off, of, up to 50% off of select styles. If you shop at Gap, you can get 40% off of everything in the store and online. Uh, the Movado Outlet, so this is the place that you actually have to shop on foot because they don't have an online store. Uh, but if you shop at the Movado Outlet, you can get um, up to 80% off of the entire store, off everything in the entire store. So if you guys are searching for Christmas gifts, you know, I always talk to Stephen about starting early. Now is yeah. a great time to start. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, you can get a great timepiece from the Movado Outlet, and they don't just sell Movado watches. They sell everything. Um, so you can shop there and get, like I said, up to 80 off, and that is a huge saving. So I wish I could go there. I just didn't have the time. I had to go to work today. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kate, the Kate Spade Outlet is having a great sale as well, and if you shop there now, you can get 
up to 70% off of your entire purchase. Plus, you can get an additional 20% off of all of their sales files. Uh, the Seven for All Man Count Kind Outlet is having a sale, and you can get 40% uh, off of everything in the, in the entire store, and that does include sale items. Uh, the Loft Outlet is having a sale, and if, and if you shop there now, you can get up to 60% off of your entire purchase. The DKNY Outlet, if you shop there, you can get up to 50% off of your entire purchase. And last but not least, Bloomingdale's is having a great sale. They're having a friends and family sale, and um, if you shop there, you can get 25% off of your off of your purchase of select styles. Plus, you can get free shipping on every purchase. Wow, a lot of so great stuff. So that's all I have, you guys. A lot yes, of great stuff. Yes. And the new website is GenGenuinely.com. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. That's on Instagram and the website. And uh, it is yes. Thank you for everything, and uh, have a great week. Okay, thank you, Stephen. All right, right back after. Thank you. Right back after this. Stephen Knight Show. Hey, Ron Cosby, how's it going? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. You? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be back. Um, how how was your break? Uh, it was it was cool. It, it seemed like it, it's been 
Well, it has been months, huh? It's, it's been, a it's been about a month and a few weeks. Yeah. It feels longer than that. It does. So probably, yeah, be, that's because I was off for like a few days prior to that. Yeah. Uh-huh. My family stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been a while. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I feel I, I feel good. That's good. That's good. That's yeah. good. You doing anything exciting over the break? Uh, well, I celebrated my birthday, so I guess that was just like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't think I was yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't on. I wasn't on air. I don't think. Uh uh-uh, uh No, you weren't. You weren't. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. So yeah, I celebrated a birthday. And, That's good. That's good. Um. Back in law school, finishing up, and that's... You need some energy. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> hi. <All> right. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Okay. Well, no worries, okay. no worries. Okay. All right. All right. Um, how do I sound? Kind of what? Kind of... He's like you were like you worn out, <laughs> bro. That's because I had midterm exams. Yeah, they all do it. They all do it. Yeah, for sure. so I'm so yeah, I'm I'm a little I'm a little I'm a little tired. Yeah, I understand. I'll pick it up. All right, well let's get into sports. All right, well before I get into sports, I have to say this: a Tatiana Jefferson. I have to say this young mm-hmm. woman's name. I have to. I have to. I have to. I don't. You know. Sports is, is that'll come, but um, I just had to say her name. I yeah, to, we talked about her on Hot Topics. Very sad. Very sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. All right. Um, Simone Biles. Yes. And she is just phenomenal, mm-hmm. amazing, outstanding. She's a GOAT. Mm-hmm. Those that don't know what what that means, it means greatest of all time. Yeah, there's no question, there's no denying it. Exactly. Um, and I just can't wait to see her in 2020 at the Olympics. On yeah. In front of the world, and just I mean, I, did you know her story? I don't know what to say. Yeah. Did you know her story? It's amazing. Yeah, she was adopted by her grandparents. Yeah, because her mo- her mother apparently was on on drugs, and I don't know where her, her father was. Yeah, 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 and and her father, yeah, I don't I don't know what's what's the situation with her yeah. father, but um, yeah, she was um, she was adopted by mm-hmm. her, I think it was her maternal grandparents. Okay. Yeah. Well, apparently her parents are back in her life, but um, but she calls her mom her grandmother mom. Cause that's who raised her. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I don't blame. Me. Right. That would be mom always. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's mom. That's dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always. Um, her story is yeah. It's I mean it, it it. You can come from meager, humble, traumatic beginnings mm-hmm. and become the best in the world. Yeah. Uh, like it's it's. It's phenomenal. It's mm-hmm. phenomenal, and I, I really like her, her energy. Like, yeah, okay. I like that she's a really sweet one, but at the same time, she, 
she voices her opinion. Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. She'll, she'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> she will get you together. And only 22 so, years old. Only 22 years old. And, and just 22, 22 years, years old. I mean, young. Yeah. Young. But yeah, she she will get you right real yep. quick, real quick. And I really love that. All right, so got that out the way. Good job. Um, football. Actually, you know what? Before we go to football, can I just say how disappointed I am with the Braves? I'm not even like you know like a big baseball fan, right? Like that, but I was hoping. Like I felt like Tyra Banks when she told old girl years ago on America's Next Top Model, "We were rooting for you, right? (laughs) Exactly. Uh huh." I was yeah. for the Braves. I'm like, okay, this is going to be their year. They were doing so well. And then they get to the playoffs, and it's like, oh. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are they saying down in uh, Atlanta? Nothing. I haven't heard much about the Braves. They more so, uh, I was at uh, Out to Eat on Saturday, and, you know, Georgia played. Uh, South Carolina. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. When I tell you, oh, <laughs> when I tell you, those people, bro, bro, <laughs> you would have thought <laughs> they weren't playing with it. Yeah, I was kind of, yeah. And I was convinced they were going to win because it was 17 17 when I left. And then we got to the next spot and found out that uh, South Carolina won in overtime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. We've, you and I, we've, talked about this before about Georgia team. Yeah. Yeah. They they get your mouth watering. Uh-huh. They let you down. You know, and then they let you down every time. Yeah. Every time. Every, every time. time. Yep. Yep. Ah. This is crazy. So Georgia, yeah, Georgia's done. So they will not be playing in the national championship. All right, yeah. All right, so yeah, get that out, out of the way. Falcons we can move on, can we? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Craziness. Yo, man. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yo, what about the um, about the Car- the Carolina Panthers? You know, like, I'm up, up here in the Carolina area. So, so, oh, yeah. So, what are your um, thoughts on everything? Talk, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, People are like Cam Newton, who like um, you know Cam. I don't know if you know. Has he been out? He's been out, right? Yeah. Yeah. They said he's supposed to come back this week to practice or something. Oh, Cam! Look, Cam is Cam probably isn't even near one hundred percent. Yeah. But he's like that pressure. I gotta show out. Uh huh. Yeah. He's like, oh, I feel better already. Right. Exactly. Like, yo, you, you're. You ain't supposed to be back healed to like like another two months, man. Like, no, nah, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm I'm good. Right, yeah. He's about to lose that job, man. Like, exactly. I, I think that he knows it. So, um, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Cam, brother, your time in, in Charlotte might be, you know, might, it, it might be limited now. It, it definitely might be limited. Like, it might be coming to an end. So. That injury can mess you up. It can mess you up. It can. Unless someone of them step up and take the place. <laughs> and that, and that's what mm-hmm. I'm gonna say. And when your uh, backup 
is playing very well. Right. And your team has not lost a game. And they still win it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, okay, do we bring back Cam and possibly lose the game oh. and then lose what we already have or right. do we keep what we got? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't right, right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um. The Cowboys, they lost three in a row. People freaking out. Lost to the um, Jets. Um, yeah, whatever. I, I like, I said, I like certain players on the Cowboys. I'm not a huge fan of the Cowboys. I'm not on that bandwagon kind of hype thing. Right. Yeah. Like that. But I like Dak. I think Dak is a great player. I like um, Zeke. Um, there are players on there that I, that I really like, but the team I'm just not feeling like hype of it. Like they're always hyped every year. Like they're always like the um, media gives them all this hype for some reason, and they really don't show why they need hype. But anyway, all right, moving on. Browns over hype. They're supposed to be all this and all that. It's not quite working out. My squad, them, them Ravens, they balling. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Lamar Jackson, you know he is he is balling out of out of out of this world, and quickly just want to mention also there are two undefeated teams left in the NFL. Can you can you guess? No one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which just, team? Just tell me who it is. <laughs> you said what team? What? Which team is usually always good? Like, which team is always, every year, is always good? Oh, the, uh, the, um, not the, the Patriots. There you go. Yeah. So that's one of the unvs. Okay. And, and the, yeah, see, see, it was easy. It was an easy question for you, man. <laughs> I said, just, just name one. So right. Uh-huh. And the other team is the San Francisco 49ers. Man. Oh, okay. Who would have thought? Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, hey, we'll see. we'll see. Maybe we'll have a San, San Francisco 49ers and New England Patriots Super Bowl. I doubt it, but know. <laughs> one can dream. <laughs> we, we can dream. We right, can dream. Right. Anyway, that's, that's all that I got. And again, I'm, I'm going to say her name one more time. Uh, Tatiana. Yeah. Yo, yeah. We need to say her name. And, Most um, definitely. Yeah. I, this, this, is, this is just horrible. It is. Anyway. It is. I'm going to just leave it at that. Um, that's all I got, man. All right, Aaron. Well, good to have you back. Good to be back. And uh, we'll talk again next Monday. All right, man. All right. We're back after this.
Somebody's on your side of the bed or tray. And I didn't wanna have to take it there, but you play too much. So I guess it's in the game. E A. And what am I supposed to say? I know you did me dirty, but we can make it work. I know you didn't mean to hurt me. I know we got our problems and need to go away your worries. Let's just sit and talk about it or run the DJ's McFlurry. One thing's for hot damn certain. This plays a rap. You can go and close them curtains. And this is a mess starting with yourself first. I am dropping bad habits starting with the very worst. Now it's on to the next one. African-American, Puerto Rican, Swedish, French lover, or a German. I'm really determined. All kinds of moves. Ever since we've been done, I've had so much to do. Well, that's our show. I want to thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Spe- special shout out to our guests tonight, Cassandra Nelson and Donnell Cross, as well as Corin Rankin. Don't forget, part two of our interview with Corin Rankin will be aired next Monday. I want to thank you again for tuning in. It's great to be back. Have a great week, and we'll talk next Monday. Peace and good night.
Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. 